Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi, I'm Sam. And I'm Erica. We are the Sugarcraft Junkies and this is our podcast. It's for professionals, home bakers and everyone in between. Each month we'll bring you the latest news, trends, ones to watch and so much more. So stay tuned. Good morning. Hi Sam. Good morning. I'm fine. How are you? I didn't ask how you are. I just said oh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> but how I... are you? Good, yeah. <laughs> I did say I was all right today, didn't I? I'm just not with you it. Oh I just dear. strayed I strayed from the usual greeting and it confused you. That did confuse me. Don't do that. <laughs> I can't cope. How have you been though? All right? Yes, I've been fine, thank you. It doesn't seem that since that long since I saw you. So um but more of that, I guess, in a while. Yes, yes. So speaking of which, what have you been up to? Uh oh, quick rundown of what I've been doing. Um I've been to Bournemouth to take my daughter to university to uh, view yet another. Oh, okay. Uh, I was I say, she's not started now, is she? Is no, oh, crikey, <laughs> no. No, no, we're on the stressful run up to A-levels. Okay. Uh, so we did Bournemouth and we did Northampton. And I can't remember whether I mentioned those before or not. I feel like I'm no. in a bit of a university loop. <laughs> we mentioned one before... Yeah, we uh, we went to um, oh crikey, what's it? Winchester? Yeah, Winchester. So that's her favourite. But we should wait and see. Um, oh, I've done my first wedding cake of the year. Woo! Yay! How'd it go? <laughs> it was it was very good. Um, so it's the first cake that I've taken down to Hever Castle since I've been, since I've been on their uh, recommended supplies list. Okay. So, so it was that kind of, oh, I hope they like it. Don't, don't worry about the bride and groom. I hope they like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, yeah, it was brilliant. I It had so much work on it. Um, I, well, I went over, I probably mentioned this before, I went over to see a friend of mine, Karen, at the Fruitcake Factory, Mm. Uh, who's quite close in Mepham and she's an amazing royal icer and we uh, knocked out a an amazing shield with all uh, pressure piping and stuff on and uh, yeah absolutely loved it um, did a load of royal icing made my own embosser for it embossed the okay. base of the cake it's only one cake two bits with polystyrene um, which were on the plus kind. side. Well, yes, yes, because you'd like to think that you were organised enough to get it done beforehand, and part of it was, um, but the rest of it wasn't. So it still all happened pretty much in the last week. Um, okay, but yes, it was good. Heaver have this wonderful drive down to their pavilion, which is a lovely hmm. steep slope. So <laughs> the paranoia of driving down there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you you did choose it else. as your venue, so yeah, you, know, I know. you can't complain. <laughs> you might be doing this quite a lot. Yeah, take a prestigious venue and then go for it. Just go down. <laughs> so um so anyway, yeah, I took it in pieces and constructed it when I got down there. And that was really, really nice. Been out for a meal, which was very nice. Where, where did you go? I went to the glass house in Bexley Heath. Uh it was my parents wedding anniversary um we've been out for an afternoon tea I feel like I've been out quite a lot 
Uh, went out mm-hmm. for afternoon tea with our Sugarcraft Guild to the hilltop, uh, which is in Stansted, uh, which is Kent Stansted. I thought um, you were going to say the Hilton. I was like, by me. No. <laughs> <laughs> <Feeling No. flush. laughs> but there was, I think there was about 15, 16 of us. That was oh, really nice. nice. Really, really nice. And we had a conservatory all to ourselves. In fact, oh. I think we had the whole place to ourselves. Uh, it was lovely and they were super attentive to us and we had some lovely lovely food so that was really nice um and I've met up with a friend uh to oh so I bought I think I mentioned before I bought this this flower bundle that oh yeah Natalie Porter and Suzanne Esper and various other people had collaborated yeah and there was a few on there that I really fancy doing and I really really fancy doing some wafer paper flowers so a friend of mine wanted uh, did it as well so we decided to book a date in the diary oh (laughs) and then it happened (laughs) so we we got together and we had to go out making a closed peony with wafer paper okay how did that go Um, well apart from putting the wrong petals the wrong size petals at the wrong stage yeah minor minor problem yeah I mean it wasn't too bad if you look if you look underneath the flower then you'll see that actually it needs a load more petals but I think that's more to do with the way that I was doing it probably putting on too much water it's getting Mm. that adjusting and getting used to how much water needs to go on yeah but yeah it was it was good it was nice to be working with somebody and both Mm. of us faffing around trying to do something so yeah that was good and I think other than that, our escapade, but I'll let you talk. Well, well, we'll talk about that after you've told us what you've been doing. Okay. Well, <laughs> I bought an audio interface. So I know we talked a long time ago about equipment and setting up the podcast. Yeah. And you'd bought an audio interface because we were recording in person at first and then it was locked down and we couldn't. Yeah. So I bought a little... Um, USB microphone so my proper microphone has been sat in a cupboard and probably only used like two or three times maybe at the most right yes so I thought well it would be nice to use the, the really good one yeah so I was looking online for an audio interface I was I've got the same brand as you and I bought a second hand one on eBay because the new ones are about 200 quid yeah and I thought well I don't want one that much yeah um I yes yeah, so I bought one on eBay and it cost me 25 pounds that's a bargain. Also, yeah, so I'm quite happy with that. It's a little bit broken. There's um, the socket that the wire or the flex that connects to the computer goes into. Right. The It's, it's a USB, but it's not a computer USB. It's the kind of triangle-shaped USB. Oh, right. Oh, the yeah. The bit that holds that in place in the middle has gone. Yeah. Right. So it still fits into the socket. Yeah. But it wobbles a bit. Okay. And it works fine. And I'm not travelling around with it while I'm using it. So it's no. not really an issue. But no, that might need fixing at some point. But yeah. So I'm quite happy with that. We shall see what it sounds like because this will be my first time using it. See if you can tell the difference. Wow, that's really good, actually. 25 yeah. quid. Bargain. Yeah, a lot of them were going for more. And I've got one of the solo ones. So it's only got two lines in. Yeah. Um, But I discovered that ones that were on a Saturday and Sunday go for a lot more. And also yeah. the ones in the week tend to be cheaper. But if you buy one on a weekend and there's been like seven or eight that have gone before it, most people have bid on them. And by the time it comes to like the last one or two, they're not that bothered. 
Oh, one was at the end of a long line of okay and a bit broken I think that's why it was such a bargain yeah you just need to know your timings don't you yeah and I thought well I don't need it desperately I've got other stuff but it would be nice to be able to use the proper bits I've got so yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, I splashed out um I've actually splashed out on quite a lot I bought also which hasn't arrived yet a I bought a logo and a t-shirt for my business so I decided I don't like my little t-shirts that I use I wanted something that felt a bit more me and yeah. I'm not really an apron kind of person not really a chef white kind of person mm-hmm. so I thought I wanted something that was a bit more in line with something that I would choose to wear and I decided I would get a logo done for a t-shirt like a t-shirt design rather than a logo I think so I went on to Fiverr and did it was a typography t-shirt design so that's letters only and told them the words that I wanted on there and they designed me a t-shirt design and I've got it printed up on a t-shirt with a big print in the center and a sweatshirt with a little print on I don't know what side of the chest it is but one side mm-hmm. a little logo. I like I love your t-shirt I'm waiting for them to arrive still because I chose the cheapest possible shipping option <laughs> 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 thought I don't need them in a hurry I've got other things to wear it will turn up when it comes up do you know where up. they're coming from Vistaprint I, oh, other right, than that, okay. I don't know but it was the long there was about four different shipping options I was like oh, I will pick the cheapest one that's yeah. three pounds rather than paying another tenner to have them arrive more quickly yeah so I don't know what they'll look like I'm hoping they look nice but I like the logo I got I'm yes. pleased with it and although it was it wasn't a logo it was a t-shirt design but I could use it as a logo yeah. No, I like it. I like it. Yeah. I said what I wanted was it to look like a band t-shirt. Yeah. Like either rock band or hip hop from sort of the 1990s. That was kind of the style yeah. I was going for. And I think they did it quite well. I think so. I think so. Because I, 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 oh, it sounds really bad. I didn't want it to look professional. <laughs> but you know <laughs> what I mean? I, want, I wanted it to look like a t-shirt if you didn't know what it said. Yes. And then if you stopped to actually read it, you'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Which which might lead us on to buying ourselves another T-shirt, Erica. It might do. Yeah. It might do. Well, I've been on a bit of a spending spree, so I brought some stickers as well. Yes. There was an offer on Sticker Mule, and I bought some. Uh, they have arrived. So we have a very small amount of stickers. We've given about three away so far. Um, they're not going to be for purchase. I'm not sure what we're going to do with them, but we've got three different types. I've got one on my microphone. Have you stuck yours on yet? No, mine's on my... F- my I'm just seeing it. Oh, your phone case, wasn't it? I put it on my phone case, but I might peel it off and put it on my mic because I quite like it on your mic. Yeah, I think it's quite cool. Peeled it off. We've got peeled some, it off. Yeah. I'm sticking it on now. We've got now. some clear ones, so you can put them on any colour background and you can see the writing. Uh, we've got some holographic ones and we've got some black ones and the black ones are a business card size and I thought the other two were going to be the same size, but they're not. They're about a third of the size, but... Hey ho, we didn't pay a lot for them. I'm not that bothered. Um, so yeah, we have some stickers. So that's exciting because I like a sticker, but I just like to hoard them rather than use them <laughs> for no other reason. <laughs> yeah, they just make me happy. Um, what have I done? So I went to. I've been out to see for a friend's birthday. It's kind of two things in one, really. So went out to Woolwich Works, which is what used to be Firepower at the Arsenal. Right is now an arts venue and no longer an army museum. Okay. And it's been done really nicely. I went to go and see an Amy Winehouse tribute band that had like a 30-piece orchestra. Ooh, was it good? It was really good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. And it was a really nice place to go. I was like, oh, 
Oh, oh, this is nice. <laughs> Love Not it. quite exciting to be able to get the bus home and be home so quickly as well. So I'm going to keep an eye on other things they have there. And for the same girl, the cake that I was making last month, yes. that was for her birthday. So that is now finished, obviously, because it's birthday's been and gone otherwise that'd be a long time making <laughs> um it what it was was a pair of red lips because she yeah. always wears red lipstick so I tried to do her lip shape and then discovered that I wanted to do a smile but then it was getting too long and too thin and so I can't actually bake this in my oven or it's gonna be not <laughs> enough cake so I had to do just like a normal pair of lips that weren't really making any expression and tried yeah. to base them on hers so yeah I baked her oblong shaped cake I carved it um and then covered it in white paste and airbrushed it red but the only thing I'm not entirely happy with mm. is when I'd air, when you know when you do airbrushing and you put too much liquid on it stays shiny yes that's what I wanted to happen and while I was airbrushing it it went shiny I thought great it's going to stay like that and it didn't it, it dried matte. yeah yeah but I have had it before where it stayed shiny Oh. And I wanted this to stay shiny because it looked better because they were lips and it looked a bit hmm. like lip gloss. Do you need to spray but, it with gloss afterwards then? Well, that's what I was scared to do because my spray glaze is horrendous. Mm. Like it doesn't spray nicely at all. It all kind of gets stuck in the lid, like in the yeah the bit around the spray and drips. Do you have a Do you have a gun bit that goes on the end of your spray glaze? No, because that seems to distribute a bit a bit more evenly. Yeah, this just doesn't seem to come out of the can properly. You can shake it for like a couple of minutes and yeah. it just kind of sprays properly and then sort of after that it just yeah. starts to run down the can. But mm. um, Try running it under boiling water. I don't think it's got a blockage because it works fine. It just doesn't come out with enough yeah. force. It's a dud. Yeah, well, I would say that, but it's the second one I've had that's like that. So maybe it's me. Oh. But maybe yeah. it's you. I don't think maybe it can't be me. you. I can't, can't use a spray can. <laughs> Excellent. so yeah I didn't want to do that because I, I was very close to it and I thought no because it's airbrushed and if I don't get a perfectly even coat if it runs at all it's going to take the colour off yep. and then you really can't go back so I was like oh I'm just going to have to live with it and not being glossy if it had been coloured sugar paste I wouldn't have had a problem but I think where I'd airbrushed it it mm, just a bit too risky yeah it looked really good it didn't spoil the effect no I really I was really happy with it I think that's most of what I've done this month, other than work. Um, apart from Tuesday, we went to the Cake Professionals Conference. Yay! Maybe we should discuss the getting to the Cake Professionals Conference oh. on the Monday first. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of an expedition, wasn't it? It, it was slightly. I mean, we, we, both, we both met to go to stay in the Premier Inn, didn't we? Yeah. But we both journeyed there separately. Yeah. The idea was to meet up. But I don't think either of us could have had more horrendous journey to get there if we tried. No. You no. first. <laughs> <laughs> so my, so I had to I had to set off late in the day because um, there was more and more things uh, on my to-do list. So I left about 10 to 7 in the evening yeah. And no, not so, sorry, not 10 to 7, 10 to 6. And I got round to junction 8 or probably junction 7 on the M25. And all I could see was signs coming up saying, um, 
junctions 11 to 12 closed, junctions 9 to 12, at least a 90-minute delay. Oh, no. (laughs) So I came off at junction 8, which is uh, Rygate, and uh, basically followed my nose a lot of the time, going, oh, okay, Rygate, Dorking, Kept going, kept going, going down all these lovely country lanes. And all the time it was daylight. It was lovely. And then it started getting dark. I'm like, oh, I'm really fed up now. I, I just want to be there. <laughs> so <laughs> so um, I think I arrived just after nine o'clock in the end. Yeah. And it should have taken you, what, an hour? Should have taken me um, about an, an hour and 25 would be a good run. Okay. So I was kind of looking somewhere between an hour and 25 and two hours but this added a whole nother hour onto that plus. Um, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> Sam what? texted me saying, I don't think I'm going to be able to meet you at the station. I think I'm going to be late. And I said, I don't think that's going to be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> so I was working till 7 and 7 p.m. Yeah. at Waterloo. And so I got to Waterloo and I checked on Google Maps that this was still the place, the way to go. And it was... So I got the tube to Paddington and then I was meant to get a train from Paddington to Reading, which takes 23 minutes because it's a fast train. Perfect. And there were loads of them. They were like every 15 minutes or so. Mm -hmm. So I thought, okay, no problem. So really I should have got to Reading by eight o'clock. Yes. Really. In theory. In theory. Uh, What actually happened was I got to Paddington and thought, oh, there's quite a lot of people just waiting on the platform who don't really look like they're waiting for a train (laughs) they weren't looking at any boards they didn't seem to be going towards any platforms they were all just sort of stood there um there were no trains from Paddington because someone had been hit by a train in Southall and the only thing that was running was the Heathrow Express which wasn't going anywhere near where I wanted it. it was literally going to Heathrow and back and they said they were kept announcing that if you want to get a train to anywhere, the only place you can get to is Reading, and that's by going back to Waterloo. So (laughs) I got some food because I thought, well, it's going to be a longer train. I might as well get something to eat on the journey. Yeah. Got back on the tube, went back to exactly where I started to Waterloo. By the time I got there, it was... So I had to change on the tube both times, and it was about a 25-minute journey each way. So I got there just after 8 o'clock, just missed the train to Reading, yeah, And the next one was in an hour, well, more than an hour, because it was at 20 past mm. nine. And it took an hour and a half, or it was meant to take an hour and a half. So I got to Reading at just before 11 o'clock at night. My 55-ish minute journey became four hours. Oh, <laughs> and I've sure. been up since five five o'clock oh yeah it wasn't it wasn't great was it no I was quite tired so our our fun evening was slightly less fun and just involved basically checking into a room and going to bed yeah (laughs) however however the following day was really good (laughs) yeah it was fantastic for had some brilliant information I've got a long to-do list of stuff that I need to do for my business (laughs) which is good it's not a bad thing yeah yeah I think Christine from the Cape Professionals was really really informative really good I, I just love the way she comes across actually yeah she's really engaging as a host and yes. I really enjoyed it and we yes. met loads of brilliant people yes so hi to everyone that we met because I know some of them have listened so if you're a new listener from the Cape Professionals hello yeah <laughs> and we also met 
Yes. Sammy and Bronya finally. Yes. Our fellow, <laughs> fellow podcasters. Woo! Yeah. We've been trying to meet up for the best part of two years. And uh, COVID has got somewhat in the way, along yes. with an insane work schedule once everything opened up again. Yes. So to actually be in the same place and not have to, it was quite nice to be at a conference actually, because had mm. it been at a cake show, we'd have been off trying yeah. to do other stuff. Yeah. And actually, this way, it was quite a substantial yeah. amount of the day. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Really I think the only the only thing I would have liked is the decibels of where we where we were eating to be slightly lower. Yeah, it got quite noisy, didn't it? But yes, highly recommended. If you want, can go to the next one, I would definitely recommend it. It'll be March next year. Yes, that's their big conference, isn't it? Yes. Yes, it is. I am looking forward to that, definitely. Uh, and I'm looking forward it. to um uh to organising something with Sammy and Bronya as well. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, what have you found that's new? I have found, uh, I've got four things. Karen Davis farm face moulds. So Karen Davis has got a line of farm face moulds that are out. You can get the full set for $39.99. They look like cupcake toppers. So they're that sort of size and round. And they are like a front on view of the head of an animal in a cartoony style. There's a horse, there's a pig. There's a sheep and there's a cow and you can buy one for $11.99 or you can buy the full set for $39.99. Oh, did I say, what did I say? Horse, pig, sheep, cow. There's also a, uh, a chick. There's also a chick. Right. Yeah. Sheep, chick, pig, cow, horse. Yes. So yeah, there's five of them. So they're either $39.99 for the full set or they're $11.99 each. Um, and they've got them on the sides of cakes and they've also got them as cupcake toppers. And I'd imagine you could probably bake a biscuit in them as well quite successfully. Yeah, I should imagine they so. look that yeah. sort of size, yeah. Uh, so there's them. And there is Evil Cake Genius have got a line of botanical stencils out. So these are not their mesh ones. These are regular stencils. Yeah. Uh, they seem to start from $19.99. And go up to around $39.99, I think. And they're all different botanicals. So you've got, they're all quite on trend. You've got palm leaves. You've got petals. You've got some that look like a, a pen and ink sketch of like flowers and birds. Um, you've got dahlias in the garden. You've got tropical type leaves, uh, a peony swag. Is that magnolia uh, one? Is that one? I think so. And you've also got little, oh, there are some mesh ones. I lie. There are mesh stencils in there. So, yeah, they've got a whole floral range. Some of them, I quite like the monogram ones, the mesh ones of them, because they they look like a sort of hexagon-shaped cookie with then the florals on the outside, on one Mm. side, like framing it. So that would look quite nice either on a cake or on a larger biscuit. Yeah. I think they're quite quite pretty. Um, I do rate Evil Cake Genius' stencils. I think they are very nice. Mm. Now I'm actually reading this. Most of them are mesh stencils. There are a handful that are acrylic. <laughs> but but anyway. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Just don't read it properly. But yeah, they look um they look really nice and their stencils work really beautifully. And I think just where they've got them in just black and white, they look so good. So yeah, good. I like the black and white. Yeah, it's it looks like a pen and ink sketch, and because they're mesh stencils, you get those really thin lines, so they just look beautiful like that. I've also watched Is It Cake on Netflix. This is a new Netflix show. All right, okay. Did you watch? I oh, think I sent you it. 
Yes, yes, I did. Yeah, it's all right. It's just coming back to me. Yes, did you I watch it? A, yes, I have watched a few um, episodes. Um, I quite liked. I quite liked it, but it's quite overbearing. It is, but what I quite liked about it is that you see all their processes. Yes. So it's a it's a competition, and it's a competition where the cake makers are competing to win money. Yeah. And on each episode, there's a different theme. So the first one is like, was it shoes or sports shoes? Um, I can't remember. But they all made ooh, training. I yeah, I don't know. I, I, I just picked a few. So I, I picked yeah. one. A guy was trying to make a hat. Did you watch oh, okay. that one? No, not yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, no, I did. I did. Yeah. When he, he changed he changed his, uh, he changed his idea all halfway through because he was trying yeah. to trying to imitate material. And it yeah. wasn't working for him. <laughs> he had to change yeah. the way. And I quite like, I liked that because it, yeah. it's just as we all do. You start on something because you think you're going to, you know, you're going to achieve something and then realise actually go back to what you know. Yeah. Do it a different way. But, but the yes. other thing I like about it is that it's not like Bake Off where they've got an hour and a half to make like a three-tier cake. They're no. making one cake and they've got eight hours or something yeah. to do it. So you've got a proper timeline. You yes. can see exactly how intensive it is, how long it takes. Yeah. So they all produce their piece that they can then get judged. And they go on podiums, so people yes. don't actually get up close. So yeah. you're looking from a distance, and then there's a panel of experts in the field of whatever the theme is. You yeah. have to guess which items are cake and which items are, are real. And if they can spot the cake, yes. then that person's out. So they have to pick one item that they think is cake. And if they don't pick your cake, then you're in with a chance to win $10,000, yeah. is it? Yeah, I think there's there's two different levels. If you if you guess wrong, then you get the lower level, and if you guess right, you get the right. Level. Right. So yeah, they can win money each episode, and I quite like seeing the processes and what they make and all the rest of it. So that's quite a fun one. It's quite family friendly. There's no yes untoward in it. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the other thing that is new is the British Craft Guild Region Eight. We have our show in may so by the time oh yes next month goes out it might be a bit late to mention this so on the 21st of may um they've got their show and it's at the south of england showground in ardingly which is down sort of crawley so that weird crawley kind of way uh 21st of may from i think it's 10 till 4 Mm p.m and there are demonstrations there's some have a go sessions um Tickets are £8 on the door or £6 in advance via Eventbrite and then you buy your hands-on tickets separately. There's also retail stands. Uh, there's a competition, which I'm competition secretary for, so if you want to enter, <laughs> the schedule's on the website. Um, yeah, refreshments and all sorts. And they've just released the details of the demonstrations. So the demonstrators, we've got Carol McFarland, Molly Robbins, um Dawn Butler Dawn Butler and Rihanna Webb and then mm-hmm. for the Have a Goes there's Scabious by Jan Clark Extension Work by Alison Henderson Debbie Cox doing cocoa painting Georgie Godbold doing a wobbly cottontail mouse Natalie Porter doing a rapid rose and Tessa Whitehouse doing Royal Ice Biscuits and Justine Talbot is doing a Terry's Chocolate Orange Bunny and those mm. are between I think an hour and a half and Two hours and they range yeah. from six pounds to seven pounds fifty for the have a go sessions. So it's all really Which is reasonable. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And it includes all of your equipment and you know, you just turn up and you 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 have a go. Yeah. Um so yeah, there's that. We will both be there. It will be we a will. nice day. 
Yes. We've both also, no doubt, been working on pieces for our branch table entries into the competition. So the branches also compete with each other. And there's yeah. a theme this time of Victorian era. Yes. And so in secrets, each branch makes a table of work with that theme and they're judged and it's nice to see what all the other branches have done because no one ever interprets it the same way. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I've just got to finish my pieces. <laughs> oh, I've, yeah, mine's definitely not finished. No, mine's been longer. <laughs> same, same. Yeah. So what did you find? So I think we we briefly spoke about these, which is the Pinch Pro Pearls from Marvellous Moulds. Mm. Actually, I quite like these. Uh, they range from four millimetres to 14 millimetres. That's the, the pearl itself. Yes. Yeah, so okay. there's uh, four, six, eight, 10, 12 and 14. And according to uh, Dominic, I did watch his little uh, YouTube video mm. on how to use them, actually, which I think is worth watching if you're going to invest in them to make sure that you you get the best out of the mould. Yeah. Because there's so many times that people buy things and you haven't got a clue how to use them properly, so you get really frustrated. Uh, but you get 88% of the pearl compared mm. to a lot. Of, yeah, I mean, I, I've got pearl moulds, and they are they're, they are literally like half. Yeah, it's a semicircle, essentially, yeah. isn't it, that you get? You get yeah. half the mould, whereas this is like the vast majority. Yeah, and the problem that I have with, with mine... Uh, is that you you can peel them out not necessarily a problem uh, mm. but when you pick them up to put them on they break yeah and these look like I mean he was picking them up uh, even down to the four millimeter ones he was picking them up and maneuvering them around which okay. actually I was really impressed with because sometimes I've tried draping them off a cake and they split and you end up having to pick a couple up at a time and putting them on really mm. gingerly uh, so yeah, I really like those. Um, they range from eleven ninety five. This is in dollars, so eleven ninety five okay. to nineteen ninety five. Or if you are really enthusiastic and you want all of them, you can mm. buy them for an eighty dollars and fifty. Okay. Um, okay. And then the other thing that I found, and we haven't—I don't think we've mentioned these for ages. Uh, hmm. Katie Sue, Katie Sue no. molds. Um, they have got, and I'm really surprised actually. I've not seen any more. Uh, they've got a new Union Jack alphabet and number mold because obviously we've got the Queen's Platinum Jubilee coming up. Yeah. So essentially, they are capital letters in a mold, but when you take them out, they have got like the Union Jack. They're doing a set which is now the crowns I'm sure we had those in the shop so I don't think that they are new but they're doing a set of the alphabet and number molds and the crown silicone molds as a bundle for $24.99 which I've actually got in a sale at the moment so it's usually $29.98 but if you just want the molds then they're $19.99 that's not bad is it no, so you get two sets. You get the alphabet and you get the numbers. I quite like them, especially when they've like um, done them with a bit of blue and a bit of red. So they've done like red, white, I blue, really red, white, like blue. them where they've dusted them silver and they look oh, like yeah. metal sort of yes. card making stick on letters. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's got sizes, hasn't it? So the uppercase alphabet are 15 mil to 20 yes. mil and the numbers mil. are 15 to 20 mil. Yeah. KTC molds, I really like. They come out really yeah. well. 
we yeah. used to, we used to sell a lot of KTC molds in the shop, um, mm. and I do uh, possess quite a few KTC molds. <laughs> <laughs> it was like an addiction to collect, but that's bad. <laughs> Uh, so yes, that was that was it from me. Okay, let's move on to our topic then. Sounds good to me. So this month we're going to be talking about isomalt as our topic. What's your experience, Erica? <laughs> well, my experience is quite limited. I have had some in the cupboard for probably the best part of five years, and I have tried, <laughs> but I've I've only played with it. I've never actually used it on a cake because I think all the times when I could have used isomalt, I've used piping jelly instead. Yeah. So I've not really used it on a cake or on like a competition piece. I've played with bits that I fancied playing with. I think one day I would, yeah. but um, I've not really used it commercially yet, I think. What about you? I've not used it commercially either. I have several bags of it, <laughs> which is <laughs> in my drawer, waiting much, in anticipation. <laughs> much bigger supply than I do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Well, I got very excited after I did I did a class with Beata Koo from My Sweet mm. Passion. Uh, she's based down in Brighton and I went down there for the day and we made a rose. She taught us how to melt all the isomalt and we did pulling of isomalt and okay. blowing of isomalt. And I got really, really excited. And you know, you, you come away, all the gear and no idea. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> I have all the gear and still no idea. And it was it still was no so idea long what ago. To do, what you're gonna do with it. <laughs> yeah. And I've I've used it very limited times between uh, since since doing that class. Um, oh, really? So yeah, so the only other well a couple of times that I've used it was when we had uh, Mark Suarez come over from Spain mm. and um we used it as a ge- on a geode cake and that's where I learnt all my techniques for doing that, oh, which okay. is what I yeah. brought to your demonstration. Yeah, uh, very so good, yeah. very good, I must say. Yeah. Oh, do you know what? Great it tip. just changes the way I think yeah. that geode cakes are done. Um, yeah. And I love that. Uh, and, and, yeah, so then the, <laughs> the time after I've used it was at your demonstration. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so I haven't I haven't done a huge amount with it, but do you know what? I've got this most amazing book. Actually, okay. Um, and it's called The Art of the Confectioner, Sugar, Sugar Work and Pastelage. Um, it's by I want to say Ewald or Ewald Notter. I'll send you a picky of it. Yeah. And um it's a, such a beautiful book. Uh, and it, it, I was looking at it this morning. And I thought I haven't, I haven't um, been inspired for a while, and this book just completely inspires you. Uh, and, and so much so that I was looking at it thinking, "Oh, I want to go and do some work now." Um, but <laughs> mm. it's, it's a great old big thick book, um, and it's and it's all about uh, sugar and ice malt and pastelage okay and it tells what, um, you all yeah go on sorry is it quite a new book or an old one um hold on let me just have a look here well, what does it feel like project project wise does it feel quite modern oh or? no it's quite modern i would say it's okay. quite modern it's got okay. a lot of quite contemporary stuff at the back um it's got templates um 
I will, what I'll do is I will take a few pickies from the inside and send mm. some over so you can see what the inside's like. Oh, thank you. Um, but it's got sugar pulling, but it tells you the history of sugar. Oh, okay. Which is really, really interesting. Um, and yeah. it's very long, so I won't read it all out. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it, and it does comparisons uh, between sugar, the use of sugar. Sorry, yeah. you can just hear me turning the pages. And ice malt. And I thought this was quite interesting. Okay. So, um, even down to the point where it says cost. So, sugar is less costly compared yeah. to ice malt. Um, sugar is high hydroscopic. So, so it becomes sticky when yeah, it's exposed to humidity. Yeah. Unlike ice malt. Ice malt you've got a little bit more give. Um, so it will, it will eventually, but, um, and spraying it with glaze really helps. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but it means that you can actually mold it and do things. Um, sugar cools faster than isomalt. So it's mm. easier to achieve shine when pulling the sugar and can be worked at a warmer temperature yet retain yeah. its shine. Um, whereas isomalt retains the heat longer um, so it must be worked at a cooler temperature to attain the same shine as sugar. This leaves less time to form the ice malt into the desired shape. It loses shine immediately in humid conditions, um, which is where spraying it with glaze can really help. Um, okay. Colour. It's always an ivory or yellowish, this is sugar, ivory or yellowish appearance from the caramelisation that occurs during long boiling times. Whereas uh, isomalt does remain relatively clear. Obviously, sugar crystallizes very easily. um, And if you're reheating it, um, it can crystallize even quicker. Uh, Mm. But isomalt doesn't crystallize as easily and can be rewarmed and reused many times. Um, What have we got? Recipes. Sugar uh, has a large amount of water is required to dissolve the sugar when boiling acid and glucose are required for pulling and blowing recipes um, and you don't need any water to dissolve ice malt and then obviously sugar has a lot of impurities so Mm. that obviously causes a few issues and you need to remove them in the boiling process whereas ice malt doesn't so I thought that was quite I thought that was quite interesting and there's a lot of detail is ice malt basically made of a sweetener do you think uh Isomalt, aka hydronated isomaltulose, is a sugar replacer made from beets. Isomalt is manufactured in a two stage process, which sucrose is transformed into isomaltulose, which is then hydronated using a metal catalyst. Is available in a wide range of particle sizes from granules to powder. So it is a sweetener. It's a sweetener, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Yes. Density and viscosity of boiled isomalt solutions are similar to that of sugar. However, isomalt has low hydroscopicity, even lower than sugar. Hmm. Clearly like to give me lots of long words for yeah. this time of the morning. <laughs> so I guess the diff- another difference then between isomalt and sugar is you can eat quite a lot of sugar 
and yes. your stomach will be fine. Whereas if you eat quite a lot of ice and milk, you'll be you'll be on the toilet. Toilet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> Although I do think that you have to eat a lot of it because <laughs> most it's not of like most... eating a pack of sugar-free polos and then no. that's it. Too late. <laughs> Because a lot of uh, lollipops, aren't they? They're made of isomalt. Yeah, but lollipops are quite small, aren't they? Really? Well, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't Compared think you'd want to like... make like a huge, <laughs> make a big showpiece and then start licking it. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm just thinking that like, if you did like a geo's cake or a fault line, you could potentially yes. get quite a lot in one serving, couldn't you? That's true. Although I'm not sure I'd want to eat it. No, but it's quite was. hard. Well, yeah. Well, more for them. That's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> They'll learn the hard way. Yeah. <laughs> Send them to the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've done pulled sugar. And have I have you? played with rice milk. Yeah. So I did. Oh, it came up on my Facebook the other day. Hang on. Let me see if it's got a years on it. Because I screenshotted it. I was like, oh, this is good timing. Um, oh, 2012. I did it. March 2012. Wow. So. Almost exactly 10 years ago, 17th of March, 2012. Um, oh my goodness. Yeah, so that I did a day at Westminster College. Yeah. Um, with, it was, I think it was Avia Mercado teaching it. Right. We had to do a demo for our branch. Um, oh, it's just me pinging you through some pictures. Okay, that's all right. Um, sorry, I've got confused. Why, why is it, what? I'm trying to send you a picture and it just had none of my pictures come up. I have to stop talking and think because I can't do both at once. One sec. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm going to send you two pictures. Okay. Um, two different things. So, yeah, the pulled sugar I did, it was a day course at Westminster, I think it was Westminster Kingsway College in London. And it was quite expensive. I think it was about £150, which yeah. 10 years ago was a lot of money to spend. But yeah. there was no rush really doing it. And it was Avia Mercado teaching it. And most of the other people on the course were chefs. But it was good because yeah. I, I had more of an art background than they did, I think. And basically, the whole thing of that is made, apart from the little gold base, the rest of it was all made from full sugar. Wow. That is so amazing. We blew like a little bulb thing. We made a solid black block. We made, um, in a bit of plastic tubing, we made the curve. Um, then there was a flower and a leaf that sort of yeah. went in it. And you can see all my broken bits at the back, at the side. Um, <laughs> literally, you touched it and it shattered once really? it was cold. And I think I, I knocked it. It didn't even fall over. I just sort of hit it by mistake with like an arm. It wasn't oh. even something that was hard, you know. And it just shattered. I was like, oh, well, that's kind of handy because I didn't really want to have to take it home anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was big. It was really big. It's like, how? How am I going to get it back without it touching the thing? I just won't. I'll have a bag of pits. So. Oh my goodness! Was that um, was it sugar or isomalt? Sugar. Oh wow! Yeah, it wasn't isomalt at all. So we did the pulling. So we had to. I remember we had to get um, gloves. So we had to have cotton gloves. Yes. And then over the top plastic gloves. So the cotton yep. gloves are for insulation. The plastic gloves are so that it doesn't soak into the cotton yeah. gloves and burn you to pieces. Yes. But I remember it still feeling really hot. And I had two pairs of cotton gloves on because so I couldn't hold it because I'm a wimp. <laughs> Squeak, thank God. It is really the hot gloves though. are a bit too big for my hands, as always. And I could get two pairs of them on. <laughs> and then the other one. So I was all a bit like oh, cat candy because I couldn't really hold anything properly. So I'm trying to wear ski gloves and do stuff. But... um. Yeah. 
wow. it's not something I'd want to do at home because of the temperatures and it's so hot and it was messy yeah. and like so much of it broke. I thought, what would you do this for? Like it, it was fun to do, but it was too delicate to want to ever do for anything. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think mine ended up on a shelf in the shop. Yeah, as kind of like uh, this is what I've done type thing, and I don't okay. think it went. You know. It's sad that, I mean, to be fair, I mean, it used to get reasonably, could get damp in there. So, I mean, it survived really well for a good, I mean, it it was up there for a good couple of years and it wasn't in, um, you know, a Perspex container on anything. Um, Although, you know, it was at a distance, so you (laughs) you couldn't see it that well. But I think it, I think it survived quite well. If I can okay. find a picture, I'm trying to look to see if I can find a picture of it. Did I ever yeah. take a picture of what I made? Who knows? Yeah, I no think way. part of mine survived. I think part of I think the flower survived on mine. Oh really? Yeah, but I don't remember the rest. But I think I think we cut those petals with scissors. So oh. I think you pulled it yeah. and you pulled it into a rough shape and then cut the points with scissors, but you had to yeah. cut quite sort of quickly. Um I can't really remember a lot of how we did the rest of it. I know the, the blowing it was like a bowl on the end of a on the end of a bit of tubing, and you had to sort of gently, a bit like glass blowing. Yeah. Um. Actually, maybe no, maybe we didn't do it like that. I think it was a little puffer, like a hand puffer. Oh yes, I've got one of those. Yeah. Like I said, all the gear, no idea. <laughs> you really did buy it all. <laughs> I did. Well, I got so excited. I mean, it is something that I would love love to um spend some time doing yeah and I think that that's one of those things where I would do it if I had a commitment uh you know it was a day in my diary and particularly if I was working with someone else I think that's okay. that's one of the things that I I have to do I have to book a time in and uh you know keep it and if I've got someone else to it's like it's like when people go to exercise classes or something isn't it when you've got yeah. someone else to go right we're doing this uh and that's what that's what i need otherwise it, it moves in my diary okay um, so basically unless there's someone that you need to keep the day free for you end up doing something else that's more urgent instead yes kind of yeah okay yes um which is fine but it just yeah. means that it never gets done yeah and you spend all your time wishing that you would uh, do it yeah, that's um, true. But I'm not even entirely sure that I've ever taken a photo of what I've made. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, I must have done some. You must have taken some photos at some point. Yeah, yeah, I must have done, shouldn't I? But um, where the hell I've put them, I've got, yeah. I've got no idea. I'll, I'll just keep, you know, scrolling while we talk and see. They're probably on an old phone. They're probably not even on that one, you know. Oh, crikey. Oh, don't say, yeah, the, the one that went around the washing machine. i was just wondering i I thought that maybe it would be you know on um instagram or Mm. facebook um but maybe i didn't even post it on there which is really sad because it was actually a a beautiful piece that we made Um, but you can if you go on to beata's uh website uh, yeah my sweet passion page um, and she's got gallery photos from classes, and there are photos not not of me, obviously. Oh, can I just point something out? It's snowing. Sorry, is it? I just have to say that. I know it yes. was meant to. Yes, it is. I've just looked out of the window. 
sorry. That was a bit of a distraction from uh, <laughs> from podcasting, but yeah, we've got <laughs> Uh, I found some stories of mine from April 2019 of the other bit I sent you. So they're all videos, oh, really? so I'm going to have to repost them. Um, you are, aren't you? Yeah, but let me send you some of the little screenshots. So the other thing I sent you was ice malt. Yeah. And this was um, some eyes that I made. And this is what I've still got the ice malt from. Okay. So the what are screenshots I've just sent you are from my stories and then... The other bit is what's on my page still. Oh, cool. This was from <gasps> Lovely. Avalon Yarns Cake School. She had a tutorial about how to make eyes from isomalt. Oh, right. And to be totally honest, I don't 100% remember exactly how I did it. So I'm not really going to be giving away <laughs> any secrets. But I think I'm, I've still got the mould somewhere I made. So I made moulds from marbles because you yeah. could... You can buy, she's got a range of like eye moulds you can make. Yeah. You could kind of <clears throat> kind of make your own. Yeah. And you needed a smaller marble and a bigger one. So yeah. you made the smaller one first. And then I think you you make a small clear one or whatever colour you want it to be. Yeah. And then you paint it. And then you make, you kind of fill the bigger mould of ice mold and push the smaller one into it. Oh, Okay. So it kind yeah. of it's like you've got the eye and then the clear coating on the eye, I think. Yeah. Don't don't hundred percent remember. <laughs> I don't remember whether you paint the back or whether you paint the front. I honestly couldn't tell you. But I think that was what happened. But we do well on wrong. America. It, yeah. It was a, it, this was like what was the date on that? Twenty sixteen? It's been a while, wasn't it? Well uh, yeah. I was trying to I lie, twenty nineteen. Okay, it's been two years, but even still. <laughs> yeah. well if you're anything like me I've slept since then and <laughs> yeah it's all gone what's happened yesterday is a bit of a struggle let alone anything else yeah yeah but there's some that were orange I don't know why there's some that were orange I'm I'm not sure oh, I think okay. maybe I overcooked can you see in the picture yes I think maybe I overcooked it and it caramelized and went orange oh really yeah because I did these in the, I think I microwaved these. So yeah. I bought some of the Pyrex do um, like flexible silicon jugs. And they've yes. got little hexagons on the outside. So they're really grippy. So you're not going to drop them. And I just used them in the microwave because I thought I don't really want to buy a pan oh. just for that. Yeah. So I, I just bought a little thing, which is actually quite handy. You can use it for watering the plants in the house when I'm not using it for anything well, else because yeah. you can squeeze it and get it into the gaps rather than yeah. water dripping everywhere so. do you know what that's the one thing I don't have and I really do need is, is uh, you know like those little jugs that you oh really ones. yeah 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 it um, was it wasn't cheap I've got to be honest and even on Amazon I think they're about a fiver but okay they are actually really useful well yeah when you're working with sugar they are really yeah yeah really good yeah because you're not going to burn yourself because also the little hexagon bit kind of keeps your fingers yes. away from the surface that the ice malt's touching, if that makes sense. It's like it yeah. gives you that bit of distance. Yeah. Yeah. And they're not that big. So I was like, oh, actually, they're not going to take up too much space and I might use them. So they're probably worth buying. Yeah. But um, Do you know what? Yeah. I've just remembered I did use I've, <laughs> I did use ice malt doing something else as well from our um, last guild table. Oh, really? Um, from the exhibition. Yeah. I was making like a little um it's like a glass jar. Uh what was it? It's like a candle tea light holder. Oh, okay. Um I might even be able to find a photo. I might be able to find a photo of that. 
I mean, it's not exciting. Yeah, it's not as exciting as the rose and everything that I <laughs> that I made that I neglected to take a photo of. <laughs> oh, Sam. I can't um, believe that's not even on your business page. No, no, I'm scrolling down it now to have a look. I can't believe it's not on there either. No. But, you know, um, such is life. I probably yeah. got carried away and then just went off and done something else in the shop. And, uh, yeah, true. But, and that was it. And it just, you know, time moves on. Yeah. Um, let me have a look to see if I can find a picture of the, oh. the little, I mean, it's not, it's not massively impressive. The, um, yeah. the little jar thing that was on the, but, uh, but what I did was I, so I colored bits of isomalt and then I dropped them onto a silicon mat. Um, yeah. Hugely important to have all the, uh, all the equipment, I think when you I do have a silicon mat. Yeah. yeah. I love my silicon mats. I actually use them a reasonable amount. Um, so I just did very simple little droplets okay, on the mat and then attach them to, um, I created myself like a little, um, uh, what's the, not a cut, maybe using a cutter. I can't remember whether you used the cutter and I poured it into a metal cutter, um, as a, to give me a frame mm. framework and just made a very simple cube without a top. Yeah. Attach some, uh, attach some of these little bubbles, and um, yeah, I will find it. You no, know I feel like you could have used. I don't What's know that? if you'd have had them then. You know, you get the ice cube molds. Yes. That um, are like shot glasses. Uh, oh yeah. Some uh, of those yeah. sort of things. I don't uh, know if it'd be too small and too chunky. It might not the well the only thing I can think of that it it might not have been kind of the rustic Indian oh, okay. kind yeah, of yeah. look that I was oh, trying yeah, to go true. for. Yeah, um, hold on. The theme with essence of India, wasn't it? And that's not, yeah, that's not. It really. was yeah. Hold on. Well, that's if you can right. if you can classify this with an essence of India, it might be a bit tongue in, <laughs> a bit tongue in cheek, really. But um, it got to the I point. Where I, I think like, lanterns could be, couldn't it, at some yeah. point of the year. Yeah, well, it's it's winging its way over to you. Certainly for like Diwali and that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, um, but I do. I I just enjoyed doing it. I did enjoy doing it. Oh, okay. So it's got like the little. It looks like the little glass nuggets on it, and that's what the yes. little droplets that you stuck on. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was it was oh. quite simple. It's kind of quite rustic, and it's really snowing now. <laughs> um, I've got my. Do you know what? I think it's snowing here, but I honestly can't tell because I've got the shutters. We've got shutters instead of curtains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bottom bit's shut and the top bit's open. And the top bit, I can just see the sky and the sky is just like grey and white. So snow's not going to stand out against it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I can definitely see it and it's falling down. (laughs) I can see something coming down and something just bounced off the window. So maybe it is snow. Oh, yeah. Sorry. That's it. It is it is the last day of March. <laughs> I know. And I'm I thinking, know. oh no, I want some and warmth. What? Four days ago it was like 18 I degrees, know. 20 degrees. I know. Right. And it's I went out last night, it was so cold. Oh really? So cold, yeah. I had so I went out straight after my hoop class. Yeah. And I was so cold walking home from the station at oh god, it's about like it wasn't even particularly late, it was sort of half ten. Yeah, and I had to use my jumper that I'd or my long sleeve top that I'd worn to my class as a scarf oh. 
because oh, I was so cold. Goodness, really. <laughs> like a dirty, sweaty T-shirt. Yeah. I'm now using the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, yeah, we had At a waiting and I, yeah, I had my winter coat on. I had yeah. my winter coat back on. It was so cold. Yeah. But um, anyway. <laughs> back, back to our smoke. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Minor diversion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so the ice milk that I bought was the Little Squires kitchen pack because I think right. at the time that was all there was because I don't think um were they pre-tempered ones? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I got the clear packs. I thought well I can just make it any color. And yes. I've still got sat in the cupboard all the little bits that I'd sort of picked off the silicon mat and yeah. thought oh I can reuse them for something and they're yeah. still sat in a little ramekin jar in the cupboard waiting <laughs> patiently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they've not gone sticky still, and they've just literally been in a cupboard in the kitchen for yeah, yeah, three four years. Yeah, well, I've got the Saracino isomalts. That was what I was trying to think of. I don't think that was out when I did this. No, I think no. it was just Squire's Kitchen that existed, yeah. and that the the nuggets of that are quite big. They're sort of the same sort of size as what you'd use on a geode cake. Yeah. Yes, whereas funky. whereas the saracino is uh, like almost like a, it's, it's like grains. It's almost like a powder um, of which it reminds me of couscous. <laughs> <laughs> that sort of size, couscous yeah. size grains. Yeah, um, yeah. So you so you need to melt that down and um, and temper it. Um, but if you if you wanted to do it and you've never mm. tempered it before, um, I know I keep hopping back to Beata, but she's she's kind of my go-to person for for isomalt at the moment yeah um she's got a really good youtube video which takes you through how to actually uh temper your isomalt and then how to store it um so you can use all the silicon molds that you've got lying around and just pour them into molds or pour it onto a sheet of grease proof uh after you've put that on a pe- on a baking tray don't put it on your okay. work surface um yeah. and just leave it to cool and then if it's if it's just flat then just you just break it up and put it into a container put it I put it into a plastic bag and then yeah. I put silicon gel um sachets in okay and put it into a box and then uh put the put the lid on the box and just leave it until I want it mm. um and it's absolutely perfect you can just you know, re remelt it down. And that's where I think those silicon jugs are coming really handy because yeah. from that point I could break it off, put it in the jug, shove that in the microwave. Or just, Sam, yeah. you wouldn't even need to wash the jug up jug up. You could let the jug cool, put the jug oh, in the box. The, <laughs> well, that would be genius, wouldn't it? <laughs> if you're not gonna use it for anything else. <laughs> no, that would be genius. Except I'll be I'll be fishing around, you know, you'd have like twenty five you'd have a colouring one, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. I don't think I coloured up so I didn't colour mine, I just used it clear and then painted on it. So Oh, okay. I've never painted yeah. on it. Did it work? Yeah, that's what the eyes are done with. They're, they're painted. Oh. Don't ask me what I used to paint it because I can't remember. <laughs> it might have been glaze, but I'm oh, okay. not because I can't think. I can't see that alcohol would work, would it? I don't know. Well, what? Yeah, maybe it was glaze. I, I can't remember. I don't know. But yeah. Did you paint underneath or on top? Don't remember. Oh, okay. <laughs> it might be. It might be in my stories, um, but I really don't remember. And some of them did come out better than others. Like there were some in my stories that 
the second coat hadn't covered it completely and there was like a line around the edge but you can see the one where it's in I've made a bit of an eye socket for it to go in yeah how they would look yeah and I kind of kind of like it I know I think they look really effective don't they yeah so my idea was not necessarily for cake maybe for like a competition or a display piece if I had to make a bust then that's how I would do the eyes yeah, they do look a lot more realistic than being. Painted. It looks like you're in the on your way to making a dinosaur or something. <laughs> well, I just thought that some of the eyes looked quite dino-y just because of the shape yeah. of the pupils and stuff that were on them. Yeah. So you've got ones with round pupils that are sort of human, and then ones with the long slitty pupils that are animal. Yeah. And also, she did some sort of princessy eyes as well. I think it had like purple in them. But I think okay. the key to these was just to make sure there wasn't just one colour. So there's like a green and a blue. I think the one, the first picture I sent you, I've got a green and a blue and I've got a blue and a purple. Yep. They look really so, yeah. effective. Mm. Really, really shiny. Yeah. I kind of, I like they the, are. You, you had, yeah, <laughs> you had, had like white streaks. Yeah. Can't remember how I did that. Can't remember if that was painted or if that was like removed. See, I'm not giving much away, and it's not because I don't want to, it's because I have genuinely no memory of it. Well, let's do a topic on isomalt. Neither of us can remember what we did. Well, I'm not I'm not mem- a member of her site anymore, so I can't even look it up again. So I'm just gonna have to hope that it comes back to me and I can figure it out. But yeah. That white to me looks like it's been painted personally it does look like it's painted but i wasn't sure whether you'd painted it underneath and because obviously it's clear on top it just comes through yeah don't don't know (laughs) (laughs) makes me feel slightly better that i can't find a photo of my my piece i can find a photo and i've got no idea what it was of (laughs) (laughs) do you know what your piece of sugar uh didn't come through to start with Oh, is it not? No, and that's come through. That is beautiful. Oh, thank you. That's absolutely beautiful. No wonder you. No wonder it broke. Yeah, I, th- I think it was the black tube that broke, which does kind of blend into all the sockets and wires in the background, doesn't it? But you can kind of see <laughs> no, it. it looks like it's come out of <laughs> the socket. <in> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> which is it what you up. intended, wasn't it, Erica? Oh, when you took the photo. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what, actually, I think I took this photo and I went to turn it because I was like, oh, it's blending with the wires. Yeah. And then one of the wires touched the black bit and broke it. Oh, yeah, right. So it wasn't even something that was, like, would normally break anything. It's touched a cable. Yeah. Um, I like your little yeah, it, your little comment underneath. It says, pulled and poured sugar before I destroyed it while tidying up. Yeah. <laughs> I was clearing up and I broke it. Yeah, and you can see all the bits in the background that are now underneath the plug socket that yes. have come off the mat, yeah. Yeah, oh, that's quite sad. <laughs> so did you get any of it home? I think I took the flower home. Oh, just I might have taken the leaf home. Yeah. Yeah, because I think when it's pulled with the air in it, I think it's a little bit stronger than yeah. when it's like a solid bit that was just heated and poured. I think that's more fragile. Yeah, yeah. Because also... I think that black pipe thing was hollow. I don't think okay. it was solid. Yeah. So, so how many people did you have in the class? Um, I think there was about twenty of us, and we worked in pairs. 
So okay. we made a piece each, yeah. but we shared equipment and we shared um, like a hob and that sort of thing. Okay. So only like if you're pouring into the tubing, unless you stopped halfway and someone else took over, one of you got to do it, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. it looks. Re- it does look really good. It looks really effective. I'd Ooh. love to. Sh- I'd love to show you what I made. <laughs> I just had to imagine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should book in a uh, a little isomalt day then, and we should experiment. Do, we? Yeah. yeah, it has to be has to be booked in. Has to be in the diary, and then okay. it will happen. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 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 when we've got, you know, you do realise then we've got to do that and then report on it. So that will make yes. us do it. Yes, it will. So shall we move on then to our ones to watch? Something that we do know what we're talking yeah. about, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that. Do you want to do yours first? Okay, Dave. This month, my one to watch is the Business of Cake Making podcast. Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so they have got an Instagram it's called The Business of Cake Making, and that's all one word. And uh, if you haven't heard them, this is a fortnightly podcast. It's a rubbish podcast. Oh, no. Oh, shut I mean... up. <laughs> <laughs> They're it's lovely. Just... I love listening They're brilliant. to them. Yeah, I do. Um, obviously, as I chose them as my one to watch. Yes. <laughs> it's hosted by Bronya and Sammy, and they are two cake makers who used to work together who are now, who've now got separate businesses. They used to work in a shop together. Mm-hmm. And their podcast is about helping you build a better cake business. So there's quite a lot of advice on there. They get in quite a lot of experts and speak to different people about their businesses and what they've learned and, you know, how they can, how their tips can help us, basically. And they've had some really brilliant guests on there. Um, there's been yes, some really, really useful ones, like about tax returns and there's yes. been some really fun ones and it's I just like hearing people's stories and I also really enjoy the chat with just them when it's not just an interview so they've kind of changed their format a bit lately yeah. and there's a bit more chat which I really like yeah um and they've got like product of the week that they they pick something they really like so oh yeah but but actually Erica I like their product of the week jingle yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah well done Sammy we like it yeah. <laughs> Um, we could offer to record it for them (laughs) (laughs) no okay (laughs) I don't do singing um so yeah their Instagram's kind of a summary of what's on their page along with a few little questions and tips so what you really want to do is go to um Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever you listen to your podcast on and listen to the business of cake making um I think one of the episodes that I enjoyed the most was kind of a double episode that was two back to back and it was um, the Indulgent Sugar Plum, Nastasha. I found hers so interesting because there was just so much, like I knew nothing about her. Yeah. And you find out about these people and their lives and it's not just about their cake and their business, it's about them as Mm. well. Yes. And I just found it really, really interesting. And also Katie from Malarkey Cake School. Yes, her one was really interesting but they've had some fantastic guests and they continue to have fantastic guests and sometimes they they have the same guests as us (laughs) (laughs) they started around the same time as we did so they've been going about the same amount of time and we are actually going to meet them in person by the time we this episode goes out we will have met at uh, the the we've tried haven't we we have tried in the past to try and get together and everything's failed either through covid or whatever else has got in the way yeah i think lockdowns and 
getting back to work has kind of got in the way. But yeah, finally yes. we are going to meet them on Tuesday at the Cape Specialties in Reading. But Yay. when this goes out, we will have met them already. So yes. hi. <laughs> <laughs> well, that will be in our um, uh, what we've been up to. <laughs> it will. It will. There'll be a very confusing episode. It's all a bit back to fun, yeah. isn't it? But hey. <laughs> Who have you got, Sam? So I've got, I thought I would uh, take a little trip down, well, I say memory lane, because I used to make uh, cupcakes, um, but I've never really, really got into them. And then I was asked by my mum, she wanted some cupcakes for her birthday. Mm. So I was faffing around and rummaged through my drawer of buttercream uh, nozzles. Yeah. And I keep seeing all these beautifully decorated uh, cupcakes. Anyway, uh, my my cupcakes were absolutely fine, but I, it got me scrolling through Instagram looking at cupcake, mm. people that make beautiful cupcakes. And uh, so anyway, and I've heard of this lady before. Um, it's Cakes by Jane Taylor. So it's all one word, Cakes by Jane Taylor. And she is based down in Tenterden, down in Kent. And she does some lovely courses. uh, But if you scroll down her Instagram page, she is so clever at making flowers. Oh, Um, my God, Yes. So I went from from that and I then found her on uh, Cake Flicks. And she'd done uh, five different flowers on Cake Flicks. And... They were just amazing. I was transfixed. I, you know, I had plans for the day. And, <laughs> my, uh, and an hour just went by while I was oh, <laughs> I know, I know, right? <laughs> I lost an hour of my life watching these beautiful, well, it wasn't, I didn't lose an hour of my life because I yeah. gained so much <laughs> watching. Um, uh, and, and they're absolutely they're absolutely stunning. So she mm. makes roses and sunflowers and ranunculars and lilies, and this is all hand piped. So it's not um, like using the Russian nozzles. She uses yeah. she uses uh, leaf nozzles and round nozzles, and she shows you how to color a buttercream. So if you find it, if you watch her through Cake uh, Flicks. Um, mm. You can, if you just Google it, I'm sure you'll come across it. Um, okay. And it, they just look absolutely gorgeous. They're amazing. Honestly, if you didn't know, you could mistake most of her buttercream bouquets for actual bouquets flowers. of flowers. Yeah. 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 And also, do you know what I think makes a difference is her colouring is spot on. Yes. Her colouring is absolutely. exactly right. And that makes such a difference. And there's so much detail as well. Absolutely. Like her roses. Sorry, I know my breathing was really noisy there. I breathed in and I heard a little... <laughs> <laughs> Had to edit that one out. Um, Thanks for highlighting it. <laughs> <laughs> I have asthma. Um, her roses, like the centres are the right amount mm. darker than the, the outside petals. And even yep. the leaves have got detail down the centre in a different colour. Yep. They're just... The colourings are incredible, they as are. well as the piping. It is absolutely. She's got peonies and uh, what else has she got down here? There's proteas, isn't there, down there? Yeah. Um, absolutely stunning. Um, yeah. So if you want to learn properly <laughs> or if you how just want to, to look do... at pretty ones. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, they really are absolutely beautiful. Um, so, yeah, go and find Cakes by Jane Taylor. I will be following her because I really love these. Yes. 
Beautiful. I might, I might just go and do her class as well. Yeah. They, will they suddenly give you some inspiration? You know, you yeah, know, totally. some, you know, you look at, you look at pages and you feel completely inspired by them. And, mm. you know, I, I didn't do any flowers on uh, my mum's cupcakes, but I would love to. I would love to. So you never know. Maybe I'll come and do yeah. a class with you. Yeah. Oh, God, Sam, we've got to find two days now. Oh, no. I've seen you already. I've seen you enough this year. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> See me again this week. Yeah. Oh, crikey, yeah. <laughs> wow, this could be a record. This could be a record. I know. Uh, right, so... That's got to be the end, surely. I think so. I think so. <laughs> so thank you to everyone listening to us again this month. Um, we hope you enjoyed it. Have yes, I got more? we do. I thought you were <laughs> going to say more than that. But okay. <laughs> so did no. I. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you enjoyed um, it too. Bye then. Yes. <laughs> later <laughs> um okay if you'd like to leave us a review we'd love to uh we'd love to have some wonderful reviews from yourselves yeah reviews help other people to find the podcast so please do review us or yes. tell your friends yes make them listen yeah make them uh, or force them yeah yeah <laughs> you can follow us on instagram at the sugarcraft junkies where we'll be posting pictures of the things we've talked about in this episode today And we'll be back on the 11th of May with something new. So we will speak to you then. Bye. Bye.